Quiet on the set, huh? The Ghost Fetus Podcast is about to begin. Three, two, one, action. Hello? Jake Triplett, is that you, boy? Why, I thought I killed you years ago. You may have killed my body, but you ain't ever gonna kill my spirit, boy. Well, what do you think about this? <laughs> you idiot, you get. I don't know. Hey, we're starting. <laughs> it started. I don't know what that was. Oh. <laughs> I was imagining myself as like this, it was like an old Western and the guy had a beard and like really nasty teeth. Um, and like probably was kind of bald. I thought you were top. a ghost because you said you can kill my body, but not well, my spirit. He was kind of see-through. That was him. That's what he looked like, but he was see-through. Oh, okay. See-through version. Somewhat translucent. And his name was like Randy. Cool. Yeah. I always think I was speaking to a Randy. Yeah. Well, here we are. <laughs> Ghost Runners Podcast. Uh, Episode 17, I think. Which uh, is the number in a lot of my old emails. Uh, triple Team 17. Triple Play 17. My Zanga username was Turd Ferguson 17. Wow. Um... So yeah, special episode for me. That's awesome. Why is it a special episode for you, Brad? Uh, it's a special episode because we are doing it with the live studio audience for the first time. We joked about doing it with the live studio audience one time. This time, we are actually uh, having two of our friends listen in while we record this. So I feel like a real life celebrity. We're in the back seat of Brad's truck right now, headed southbound on Highway 69 to Dallas, Texas. Uh, we got Isaac and Peter in the front two good friends of ours. We've probably, we've definitely mentioned them before in the podcast. I'm trying to think like specific stories Oh, where the listeners would know shoot, who these yeah. people are. We definitely talked about, Isaac was the one that told me about surfaces. Okay. Um, what else did we see about Isaac? We've definitely mentioned Peter before. Yeah. Peter, we lived, you lived next door to me with Peter. Yeah. Um, so maybe we talked about that. Somehow, uh, some way. We'll, uh, we'll get him on the pod. Um, yeah. Once uh, they're in timeout right now, but once they uh, once they have something to say and we grant them permission to speak, then uh, you guys will get to hear their voice. Perfect. Brad, how was your week? What's new? Oh man, week's been good. It's I always try to like segment everything business-wise by month, and so obviously this is the end of August, by beginning of September. By the time everyone's listening to this, okay. And so I was working hard to uh, finish a uh, desk for my friend Jeff, which I think we talked about last time. Yo, Jeff desk. Jeff desk desk and uh so it's been a good week with that um had some fun celebrating your birthday oh my gosh i'm sure that's going to be uh part of your week so i don't want to spoil too much but that's okay got to spend time with you as well as a lot of time with isaac and now now we're going now we're going to a wedding together with peter uh so yeah it's been a good week um i i have not been as strict on my schedule of staying up i've stayed up late a few times one time with you on tuesday Mm. um and then another night this week where I watched uh, half of a documentary about the Woodstock Festival before I fell asleep. Interesting. Um, so yeah, I haven't necessarily been proud of myself for that, but at the same time, that's okay. We're doing all right. So I don't know much about Woodstock, probably mainly because of my age, but like, what did you learn that maybe you didn't know beforehand um, in half the doc that you watched? I learned that it kind of started, like I, I feel like it had a lot of similarities to the Fire Festival honestly really like a lot of parallels um and they kind of just luckily well 
not, not parallels in the fact that they actually booked like talent and everything. And so they had bands coming. And ja Rule wasn't there. Or uh, not, I, not officially. Okay. There, were, there was some guy with a raspy voice. Uh, <laughs> How but, does Ja Rule kind of sound? Oh, uh, let me think. This is my guy, Billy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is my, uh, this is my guy, Billy. No, that's like more uh, DMX. <laughs> Open here. No, that's bad too. Anyway, um, but yeah, it was like kind of started out like they Wait, were. Wait, have you ever heard that clip of uh, DMX <laughs> singing "Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer"? Have you seen that video? <laughs> Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, actually, oh, he, no, he's I like barking it. throughout the whole thing. It's a real video. <laughs> it's pretty good. Sorry, keep going though. No, it's great. Uh, Woodstock was like originally they were anticipating like at most like best case scenario we'll have like 150,000 people here, we'll have enough infrastructure for all that. They were literally building the set like the day before, like just like fire festival. Gotcha. And they're like, we could either build the rest of the set or we could build a fence around the perimeter. And they decided to build the, oh, I said the set, the stage. We could either build the stage or this fence. And they decided to build the stage. And so many people came that they basically, like the creators basically said, this is gonna be a free concert. Whoever's bought tickets, sorry. But everyone, like there's, but there's so many no people fence, and so. we can't enforce. And so it ended up being like 400, 500,000 people that came for this three Whoa. week fest or three day festival and just was like madness. But like, how crazy. does that compare? I don't know the numbers of like festivals and stuff. Like, are that many people going to like weekend one of Coachella? Are there half Maybe. a million people going? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Cause that, sure. that seems like a lot. Oh, it was crazy amounts. That seems like way more than anything. And it was in the now. middle of a field in like rural New York. Hmm. And so. Yeah, it was just... How do you even... What is it, like 1969 when this happened or something? Yes. I have no clue. I'm yeah, I think it really, literally was, I think, 69. Right. I think I'm bad. Like, I'm wondering it. how you even find out about Woodstock in the 60s. Right. You know? Like, right. how, do, how do half a million people learn, like, let's let's all go to rural New York for the weekend? Is it word of mouth? You got nothing else to talk about? No, I think it was like a... Yeah, it you was. You it talk was a cigarette bit like, prices and, and live music, I They kind of hyped it up a little bit. I think they did a good job marketing. They didn't talk about that a whole lot, but like... Yeah, people like literally would like quit their jobs with no notice and be like, I'm driving to New York to go to this festival because it was just like a hippie culture thing. So they that was just how they were anyway. But people talked about like, I've never, you know, until this festival, I didn't realize there were so many other people that were like me, you know, and like that I'm not this... the only one with a flower crown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it was that's beautiful. It, yeah. Anyway, how did they market it? You said I'm not sure well. exactly what they did, but I just know that they did a good job of. I think just using the bands that were going to be there to, to like have it. them do their marketing I think, for them. Yeah, Brad, we're both kind of. Marketing. I was also half asleep when I was watching. <laughs> I think most of this was a dream. And actually, I only watched that... half of it so far, but um... that's okay. For me, questioning you quite a bit about half a documentary you watch, I think you did a pretty good job. <laughs> I feel like okay. Speaking of questioning things, lately Catherine has been doing this thing. Oh, sorry. Are we good? Um, lately, Catherine has been doing this thing that my mom used to always do to me. Um, which has changed my diapers. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, she's been doing this thing that my mom used to do uh, with me where like my mom would ask me a question about something and I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know anything about this. And then my mom Keep would asking. ask like five more questions. You're like, and, I, and I'm like, let hey. me tell you, I, I know, this is the one thing I know. And it was it, specifically a, a situation I can think of was uh, for your birthday party last night, we went to Dave and Buster's. Yeah, we did. And uh, you texted me Peter and Gunner, and you said, "Hey, let's let's do all these things with your wives. Great, awesome." 
And so it was only the guys that were in this group chat. Mm -hmm. And we were like pretty, you know, flex and flow on time. Yeah. You know, everything. And Catherine kept asking me questions like, now, what time are we supposed to get there? Like, what are, who all's coming? And I said, let me tell you everything I know. And, and that's it. it. And, and then she'll ask me more questions. And <laughs> it's funny, like, maybe I'm just noticing it more, but I don't feel like she used to do that to me. Um, so anyway. That's funny. No, that happened know. to me literally uh, yesterday as well. Someone was asking me, we found out that, so I like hardly ever remember my dreams and this person remembers all their dreams. And she thought that was so fascinating. And so she's like, so like, what was like, do you know why you're, you don't remember your dreams or whatever? I'm like, no, I, I don't know why. Okay. Well, like sometimes do you, you know, and it's like, I could not, it's like, I know you really want to talk about dreams right now, but like I straight up, I <laughs> like, don't have dreams for me. Yeah. Yeah. I have nothing like, else. I could tell you're fired up, but I just, I, I, I cannot contribute to this conversation. Are we gonna call? Are we gonna call BS a little bit on the fact that she can remember all her dreams? Oh, did I say all? I doubt she remembers all of them, but she, like pretty frequently, she knows what she dreamed about. And I'm like, that is not my experience. Really? I don't remember mine. Okay. Ever. Anyway, I was gonna That's ask funny. about uh, the Woodstock marketing. We're both marketing majors, kind of. Yeah. Um, you're a little bit more legitimate than mine, but um, why did the GoPro stop recording? That's okay. Uh, what is your favorite? marketing um strategery in history favorite marketing scheme favorite companies marketing that's ever happened hmm do you have one on top of your head uh, yeah i could probably talk about some let me think on it while you talk are you still going to listen to me or are you going to be thinking about your own answer honestly i'll be 40 60 Okay. Pick pick which one is which. Uh, let's go 40, listen to me, 60, think of your own answer. Okay, go. Cool, I accept. Um, so uh, this will be something I know, I know about 40% about it, so this will be perfect. I, I don't feel super knowledgeable about this, but the way that engagement rings have been marketed in the United States is one of the most genius things by these people who own these diamond mines because diamonds in and of themselves have no intrinsic value. They're not, they're not rare. Uh, they're not like hard to find. They're not rare. There's literally millions of them in these like caves in South Africa and all over the world. We, we have so many diamonds. Let me just keep going. Okay. But, uh, cause right now, right now I don't necessarily agree, but maybe that's because I'm falling ploy to the marketing. Yeah. 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 So I, I wish I knew more about this cause it is kind of fascinating, but I think it was like in the forties and fifties they used. Um, what's her name from I Love Lucy? I think they got Lucille her Ball. to wear Lucille Ball. Yes, they got her to wear like an engagement ring in one of the episodes and like kind of marketed it that way. They're like, oh, this is a thing that happens. And then of course we have the catchphrase "Diamonds last forever." That okay. was uh, coined by the people who manufactured and like were distributing the diamonds themselves. So they coined that phrase like, "Hey, don't you know it's a thing? Diamonds last forever." And so what they did was they looked it up and they saw how many couples in the United States get married every year. And they only released that exact amount of diamonds into circulation and kept the rest of them in these like huge caves in these mines in South Africa. And so they created their own, their own supply and demand, their own economy within diamonds and mm. basically marketed it to Americans. Started with Americans that, hey, if you love your wife and you say that you're gonna love her forever, you should get her this token in this physical representation of something else that also lasts forever. So I know I don't have a great shot at convincing my future wife someday that we should not get engagement rings because they truly have no value outside of just the fake supply and demand that we've been told. But that really is like how it all went down. Like they've, really? which props to them. Like it is very good marketing. 
So maybe you wouldn't necessarily get a diamond. You would want to get something else besides mm. a diamond. Quartz. <laughs> Cubic <laughs> zirconia. The first uh, mineral I could think of. I had a friend, uh, Kyle Cook, Cookie, uh, who was about to buy his girlfriend, or fiance, or he, it was his girlfriend. He was about to propose to her. And he was about to buy her a cubic zirconia ring, which I don't know if you know anything about. That was, that that's what everyone knows is the fake ring. It's like, yeah, very fake, very cheap. You get your diamond tested to make sure it's not cubic zirconium. I mean, but you can't, you can like, yeah, it's hard to tell though. Like, well, I don't difference. know. Um, but a jeweler would know. But he was about to buy like this ring. And we said like, Cookie, whatever you do, do not do that. Like, even if you can afford a one, you know, a tiny, tiny diamond, whatever that Three years salary. Yeah. <laughs> They say three-year salary, right? Um, even if you get for the tiniest little diamond, get a diamond ring over a season. Something that season. everyone knows is fake. Right. And he, to this day, he's like, I just thank you guys so much for steering me in the right direction with that because that could have been so bad. Sometimes I think uh, I don't know much about relationships or dating, but then other times I hear stories like that. I'm like, well, I'm not that dumb. Like, I know that. <laughs> I would know to do that. <laughs> Wait, do you remember that one time? This would have been... I think like when we all kind of became friends, yeah. I had this idea. I was going to start selling my plasma and Peter's nodding his head. He knows where I'm going with this. I was going to start selling my plasma because I did that before a little, you know, yeah. got a few jams after freshman year of college and, you know, went down that path. But I was going to start doing that and never spend any of the money, keep it all in this one account and use that money to someday buy my engagement ring with so that, wait for it, I could call it my blood diamond. Huh? Dude, I kind of did that. I like that. I've heard that before. We, we pulled like all of our friends, like Lauren Dodd, Lord Gabriel, them, and they all thought it was, they did not think the wordplay was clever. They did not think it was a good idea. They did not think it was in the least bit romantic. They, for the most part, said, ew, that's gross. Well, let me let me use some marketing and uh, flip that on its head and make it romantic. Okay. Um, well. My brothers, the diamond. <laughs> no, just instead of, instead of saying, I saved up this money, I didn't spend it any other way, I call it a blood diamond, say, I like literally did everything I could to save up as much money as I could to buy you something as wonderful as possible for you. And, you know, was like trying to think of every way I could to make money for you. And so I went and did, I donated plasma. Um, I gave, I gave I, me to have you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that, that's how I, that's I like, but like, then you don't have the wordplay, which is like 80% no, no, why yeah. I want to do it. The blood diamond is kind of the purpose. Cause I think the movie. You, you, you pull that out later, you know, post, post, uh, emotional time. Like you don't want to be like, this is my blood diamond. <laughs> like you don't want to be on one knee and be like, Hey girl, I would talk in the accent too, as I was proposing as the guy did in the blood diamond, I think. Um, but yeah, I'm not doing that. So if any future suitors out there, <laughs> yeah, I'll probably yeah. just pay for it. It's not normally. a deal breaker because it's not a deal. Um, Did you have any thoughts about your favorite marketing honestly, ploy in history? This is not my favorite. I'm sure. I'm sure I am thinking of other things or not thinking of other things. But just recently, and maybe it's just because it's Sprint, and Sprint is kind of no notoriously bad. I hate um, it. And, but it's also Kansas City, and so I want to like it. I yeah. want to love it, and I want to support it. Let's go, Chiefs. But uh, Sprint, I don't know, two years ago, had the guy from the Verizon commercials that used to say, can you hear me now, good, has him now as, like, the mascot. Mm -hmm. And what did – I forget what the – I'm not remembering very well, but, like, basically he had that commercial that was, like, all networks are pretty much the same thing, like, within, you know, a few percentages of each other. So just go with Sprint because it's cheaper. I went with Sprint over Verizon because it's cheaper. And I felt like that was a really good, honest way of Sprint being like, 
listen, we're not quite as good as everybody else, but we're way cheaper and you know, we're not necessarily like, we're not so much worse than everybody else that yeah. it makes it worth it. Would nice you rather have really a good. medium amount of really good pizza? <laughs> or a lot of, what's a lot, a lot of, a lot of okay pizza or a medium amount of really good pizza? Uh, a medium amount of really good pizza, Michael. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, anyway, I thought it was a really good idea. I think that Sprint actually did really well through that ad campaign from what I hear. Um, and you They're guys have any so thoughts bad, up in the though. front? Sprint is so bad. Uh, and, I don't really have a problem with Sprint, honestly. <laughs> I don't, Isaac just said he doesn't have a problem. I don't really think I have a huge problem either, except for on trips like this, where we're in, you know, nowhere Oklahoma, nowhere Kansas. And I'm not expecting to have great service, but maybe that's because I'm, I don't know, Peter, you have something else, right? When I lived in the Chaos House, there were two places we didn't get service. One was our upstairs bedroom, and the second was all along Ward Parkway. Yeah, Ward Parkway is still bad. I drop calls on Ward Parkway so all the time. It's like that's right in our backyard. Well, um, don't you have you have something else now? Yeah, I have Verizon. Yeah, I, I switched. Uh, is it to the upper different? echelon of uh, phone services? The, the it's expensive. Upper social class. <laughs> yeah, the upper social class. We moved up a class. Is it way? Is it way more expensive? Uh, we pay. I pay $50 a month for unlimited right now. Whoa. And is it noticeably better? Uh, yes, especially in Kansas City. I didn't notice it so much when I lived in Branson, but Kansas City, uh, an uptick in service for sure. When okay. we were there traveling around the country, every state last summer, I had Sprint, Kyle had Verizon, I think Ty had AT&T, and that was where I really noticed the disparity in Sprint service and other people's because okay. they always had service. We we're always having to use their hotspots and I was just so unreliable. Like once you go west of Kansas, no, west of Colorado, you will not talk to anyone anymore. Really? I mean, kind of. Like Arizona, uh, Utah, Wyoming, Montana. Yeah. Good luck. And see, that's the thing is like how, for you, you go everywhere. For me, it's like, as long as it's good where I live, Yeah. that's good for, you know, 51 weeks out of the year probably. Yeah. So... Anyway, um, speaking of, yeah, we'll stick on marketing just for one more topic. Cause I'm thinking of it. Uh, Popeye's have you had the sandwich yet? No, still no for me too. I, well, I told you I almost went, but then Catherine's like, it has to be a special occasion. It didn't find that. And so then occasion. I, then I texted you on your birthday Oh yeah. and said, Hey, let's go to Popeye's for Jake's birthday lunch. Special occasion. And you were busy. You were working as well, which yeah. is good for you. Thank um, you. But no, yeah, didn't, didn't go, but now they've run out. We've, we missed our window. I didn't, didn't think that they would shut it down like that. Which some people think it's a good idea that they shut it down. I don't know if I really understand that completely, but I guess because the hype might be wearing down. And so then if they shut it down and they don't come back, they're, they're saying they're not coming back till October. That's true. And yeah, on that point, because I think I've talked about it on the podcast, I'm a big believer in uh, the Jerry Seinfeld mantra, leaving people wanting more. It's so maybe Popeye's like, we got to ride where we want them. They want more of us. Um, and also we totally, uh, underestimated demand and we're a pretty mismanaged company. So we're just going <laughs> to pivot this and say, you know, wait till marketing, October. Marketing, baby, marketing. Yeah, exactly. You can either call it the blood diamond or you can say, we're waiting till October. <laughs> <laughs> the blood chicken or yeah. You ever see Anchorman 2? No. Where uh, Champ opens up his own, like, uh, he calls it like a, it's, I think it's a chicken restaurant, but he's like, this is like really like gamey or something. I don't know. I haven't seen this movie in six years probably, but and then he's like, uh, Hey, you want to know the secret? They're bats. And he's like, what? He's like, oh yeah, chickens of the cave. He's like, people don't call it that. And he's like, yeah, they do. Yeah, chickens of the cave. Um, 
and then I go. think at the very end of the movie they're eating something else like it's like now what is this I don't know it's like raccoons or something like chickens at the rail yard or something <laughs> or I think they're eating cats or something I don't know I probably butchered all those quotes but chicken Golly. yeah armadillos are chickens of the chickens of the road chickens kill. of leprosy <laughs> that's what they call that Golly. isn't armadillos like they all carry leprosy never heard that armadillos like I'm kind of like mildly freaked out by a lot of nature I think yeah like I think like Catherine gives me a hard time a lot because I'm kind of scared of deer <laughs> like if a deer if a deer were in my in backyard I'm like <laughs> I would I would just get a little nervous I'm like Brad hey you want to come over we're all watching uh, Bambi you know I don't like horror movies hey, hey, hey yeah oh, come on <laughs> I do not want to watch I a scary it, movie I, comedy or rom-com only please hey, no Bambi no deer uh, I'm not scared of them on screen I think because of Tommy Boy probably like yeah. I was like like deer are like, don't let them in your car aggressive. I yeah. don't care what anyone says do not let them in the backseat of your car I don't know maybe that's why but like yeah if I were within 10 feet of a deer I'd be a little bit nervous yeah Catherine loves horses one of the more every time I get near a horse I'm just like don't go I don't want to get kicked behind that thing yeah don't go around the back end of, a, end of a horse no but deer I don't know if you should be afraid of deer I saw a Twitter video the other day that a deer like smacked a person in the face and I was like Wait, that's why I'm afraid of deer what did he smack him with the hoof Oh, the hoof. The hoof? <laughs> Just hoof. like, okay, the hold on. Hoof. The deer is standing there happened. on all fours. Yes. And then just reaches up with the right hook and just swipes uh, a man. Stands on two, stands on the back two. And okay, just winnies. One, two. <laughs> two slaps. Yeah. Uh, more like jabs. Okay. Hoof, to hoof. a human's face. Hoof, hoof. Hoof, yeah. hoof. Hoof, hoof. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know, man. Do you but know yeah. that all so armadillos, sorry, oh, okay. armadillos don't know about the leprosy thing, but like if there was a freaking armadillo in my backyard, I'd be a little nervous about that too. Yeah. You? Um, I wouldn't like it. I mean, but also it's, I think it's because you don't know what animals are like capable of when they're scared. It's like, exactly. I know I'm at the top of the food chain. That's my chain. point about deer. Like, I don't think a deer will kill me, but even but if he, one he might attack me a little bit. You yeah. in the face. Yeah, exactly. Bruising me up. I'm not going to hit that deer back. Oh, I would. Would you? I would lo love the opportunity to hit a deer because it first attacked me. You know? Even if it were a doe? <laughs> yeah. You'd slap a doe? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Isn't there a rap song about that? What's that? How's that song go? Oh, these does ain't loyal. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, man. Um, did you know that every koala bear carries chlamydia? You're making these things up. That's what they told me in Australia. You're making these They're like, make sure up. you wash your hands because almost every koala bear has chlamydia. And watch out for that kangaroo over there. It's got syphilis. <laughs> Is that a good Australian accent? That was like, uh, yeah, like an immigrant, like born in Australia and then moved to like 1920s New York. No, don't touch that. Don't touch that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that was better than your first. Boy, 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 yeah. What was that last phrase? Boy, 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 yeah. I don't know what you're saying. But I, I'm not saying anything. Oh, okay. Just. Don't touch the stingray. It's got, it's got herpes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Australia. Did you know that? I'm just gonna keep saying things that I, I think are maybe true. Australia was founded as like a, as like a population of people, by it was where I think, I don't know which country it was in, was in Asia necessarily, but that's where they would send their prisoners. They, they had like discovered the island of Australia. Yeah, they it called was, it Australia at first. Australia. Yeah. And then they're like, no, you're you're spelling it wrong. It's <laughs> it's Australia. Oh, it's okay. We'll just go with the Australia, yeah. <laughs> I think that's Australia. true though. Like someone started it was uninhabited and they started sending their prisoners to Australia and that's how they eventually like populated it. It started as like a prison. Is as that like where a, Outback came from? Like 
Hey, where's where's Sammy? Oh, you didn't hear him? He's uh, out back. Out back. He, he had, uh, He's out back for the next 15 to 20. Yeah, like, now what's the uh, what's the punishable crime for, you know, whatever, first-degree murder? Oh, it's uh, 20 to outback. That's what they would say. <laughs> Maybe, dude. I have not heard that. But that's interesting because you say somebody from Asia, all these Australians are white-looking. Like uh, Native Australians. Slightly more of an Asian influence than you would think there. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melbourne, anyway, had a lot of them. I still can't get over the fact that it's pronounced Melbourne. Yeah, because there's an R in there. It's, it's Melbourne. To it's us, absolutely Melbourne. It, to us, yeah, Midwesterners. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Melbourne. You wouldn't say Jason Ben. Welcome to Melbourne. Jason Ben. Put some sunscreen on so you don't get a sunburn. <laughs> they say that? All the time. You don't want to get sunburned. <laughs> sunburned. Hey, yeah. you want a bun on your hamburger? Oh, that one actually works. Take it. Uh, <laughs> that one they just say. So they're really Let's nice. go watch the bun identity. Nice. Yeah. Um, you're with it today, Brad. I'm loving it. Loving it. It's because I'm in the backseat of my truck, man. <laughs> Have you ever never, sat in the back seat of your own truck before? Never once. It's kind of cool to sit in different seats of your own car. Yes. It's a it's a small joy. Small joy. Little things, you yeah. know. The small joys. Anyway. Um, so a couple yeah. updates from what we talked about last week. Uh, we did not. It's it's a short week for us. Um, you know, we're on the road right now. Yep. Um, so we did not have time to buy, much less learn a song in the recorder. But I think we can commit ne- by next week. We will we will be performing okay. recorder songs. Let's order them on Amazon during the car ride before we get there, so that we can have them ready for us when we get back. Can we ship them to Catherine's house, maybe? Oh, I was like, it's my house too, dude. You're uh, talking about uh, Catherine's parents' house Dallas. that we're staying at. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, not cool. Can we, you think you think her uh, her mailman would pick them up for us? <laughs> um, I maybe. I don't think that, we. Nec- maybe it's probably a, good that we don't. A, have that's them. a little bit of a risky move. Yeah. I mean, I trust Amazon, but sometimes they get there late. Um, so I think, I don't think we're going to be playing them much the next week or next And for day Peter and Isaac's sake, maybe it's good that we don't have recorders <laughs> back for an eight-hour car, eight car ride back to Kansas City. Honestly, I can see Isaac going, getting down yeah. on, on some recorders <laughs> to the point where we're like, okay, stop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Isaac's not like one of the most addictive personalities of anybody I know. Yeah. How so? Like, um, how so? Like, let's say he was into like this, like a certain <laughs> type of coffee drink and, um, like, uh, really like, liked espresso. Okay. So now we're just going to expose that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And, like, he's not just going to dabble in this, in this, uh, hobby of his. Yeah. So let's say, hypothetically, Isaac is like, I don't know, just graduated high school. Okay. Um, his income is, for the most part, inconsistent. You know, yeah. he's got his own business, and it's you know, it's it's thriving. Yeah, he's you doing know, well. For any other village, village woodworks, village woodworks, villagewoodworks.com. Um, you can find it on Facebook and Instagram. Um, but you know, the guy hypothetically, yeah, has all these has this business that you can find on Facebook and Instagram, and he, you know, is let's say he's into espresso, and he drinks it from time to time. Yeah, and what would you sure. say his addictive personality would do from there? Um, well, maybe it would like, you know, research some stuff on Amazon and get like, I don't know, a 90, $95 espresso machine. Would that, would I mean, that be what I would, that's what I would, that's what I would do. It sounds crazy, but you would like, wow, that's $95 is a lot, but it's fun. I think it could be, you know, fun you for know, a long and time. And if you're really going to use this every morning, then that's going to pay for itself a five dollar latte. All. Yeah. That's going to take what, 20, 20 trips. Let's say you get two itself. lattes a week. That's two and a half months that you're, you're, yeah. And then you're paid for. for. Great. But let's say, let me just, I mean, bear with me here, Brad. Let's say okay. hypothetically 
Isaac ended up spending more than $95. I don't oh, know. Like, like $195. Mm, I'm thinking, and I'm just, I'm just spitballing here, but let's okay. say, let's say Isaac, we'll call him Isaac for the sake of the story. Let's say Isaac McDonald, um, who graduated from Shawnee Mission East High School in 2018. Let's say he spent $600 <laughs> on an espresso machine. Oh, Do you think boy. that would be something in his wow. character that he's capable of? <laughs> like with his addictive personality? Like, I think it sounds like something that he'd be willing to do. Um, <laughs> If he's if he's just sitting in bed one night, just not really thinking about it, and maybe just, all of his friends are at Dave and Buster's, and he's, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, I want to have some fun." Yeah, hey, they're they're spending fifty dollars on one night of arcade. I spent six hundred bucks on this. That's true. Very all easily. I got was fun dip. <laughs> Isaac, let's. What do you What are your yeah. thoughts on this hypothetical situation? That hypothetical hypothetical. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, taking the mic away. Listen wow. here, man. Deal. <laughs> that hypothetical sounds like something that I that I did last night when I was sitting in bed at 12 a.m. Wow. I think I'll have a package waiting for me when I get home on Monday from Dallas. Do you have any, I think they call this in business cognitive, is it dissonance? Dissonance. Of like, or buyer's remorse, uh, perhaps. Like initially, it's been like 12 hours since you've ordered it. Do you regret it? <laughs> and how much, maybe we've all mentioned it in the car on, on this trip already, or you still feel strong in your decision? You know, I was feeling good last night when I bought it. <laughs> I woke up this morning feeling okay. I got in the car with you guys. I may have told you guys about it. And the more we go about this weekend, I'm starting to regret it. I'm like, I, I think I should probably cancel the order or send it back because, hey, there was free returns. But So you're feeling like we... we roast I, I'm feeling like these three other guys in the car right now have been just slamming me this whole time. You feel like time. we're kind of roasting your beans? <laughs> Got him. <laughs> or hey, you know he what? You could just you could just you know keep it and just keep grinding. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, roasted. <laughs> oh, oh no, you did it. Oh, keep oh, them coming. These these jokes are cough free. <laughs> what was that one? Like supposed to be like free? Like I don't know. That's okay. Your turn. Your turn. Uh, two out of three. <laughs> two out of free. Uh, <laughs> two out of free, bruv. <laughs> uh, hey, it wasn't bun yesterday, huh? <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to think of one. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know enough about coffee to make another uh, Something fun. about macchiato. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like barista. Bar pudding. 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 I had pudding today. Uh, that's a quote from, <laughs> was it, episode uh, Welcome one? to Ghost Warriors Podcast, episode 17, where we talk about Jake's pudding. <laughs> well, yes, you did you, have pudding. You, yeah. I was quoting, as most of you probably know, pilot episode of The Office. Michael's trying to think of a pun and just says pudding. Uh, but... Yeah, I had pudding at Brahms a couple hours ago. It was not bad. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I had pudding. Who has pudding? I had hot, hot take Brahms is fine. It's 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 a little overrated in my opinion. I thought we were going to disagree on this, but yeah, I'm so with you. I think people are like, oh, we got to go to Brahms. We're so, like, it's, well, Anyone, it's clean. It's, you know, good service, I guess. You can buy bananas. Yeah, they have a supermarket there that's, you know, great, I'm sure, but whatever it's I, i'd rather go honestly this is probably a hot take to a lot of people i'd rather go to mcdonald's than brahms i think anyone from oklahoma just stopped listening to the podcast but I'll, I'll die on this truth i'm so with you yeah i think people just have a bad taste in their mouth uh figuratively about mcdonald's but i think it's really a lot better than you think give it a chance i will say i had a, I had a nice experience with sarah at brahms today and her friend 
who tried to tell me there was no ice. I feel like they were they were low key flirting with you guys. Isaac and I had it going on. Yeah, you really did. Honestly, I felt a little more confident because, um, well, our first stop of the road trip at Starbucks, I feel like I came in hot with a joke that landed well, and I was like, I gotta follow this up. Yes. We were at Starbucks earlier today. Um, we're there. There's a car of girls also here with us. We're all kind of standing there. Um, Brad is holding his daughter, Hattie. The Starbucks employee is clearly looking at Hattie and says, hey, cutie. I instantly jump in and say, hey. Yep. And say, oh, oh, you were talking to her. And um, it landed well. And I just and she to- said, no, I wasn't. She jumped across the aisle, the counter, and just gave you a big old smooch. She gave you a big hoof hoof with her lips. <laughs> The one two, uh, the one two. She got on her back legs. Yeah, and just hoof hoofed me on the lips. Uh, thanks a latte. Uh, oh, speaking of, well, yeah, yeah. T- Tuesdays. Okay. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Someday. Someday. We'll someday. get there. Someday. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Anyway. But then at Brahms, yeah, I was trying to follow that up. I forgot. I. Oh yeah. I know what joke I thought was going to land better than it did. Um, I was like, where are we even at? I said, what city are we in? She said prior and i said prior no not Obama. before this what city now did not land at all i mean do you think it's one of those things where it's like she just looked at me I haven't heard that one before or something like that i think or you think it was so over her head as just like you know an uneducated small town oklahoma <laughs> <laughs> that works at brahms i'm just kidding i think i didn't speak loud enough we'll chalk it up to that okay i didn't deliver it okay um because i heard you say it i I, I smiled i love it when you smile you Always smile think. i smile I really like that song by Justin Bieber. Of course you do. Yeah. You like every Justin Bieber song. I do. I, um, speaking of Justin Bieber's song, this is kind of a weird thing to bring up, but uh, there's literally just what I thought of. So three different times in my life, it's very weird that this has like been a habitual thing or like just, yeah, something that's happened more than once. I've been in the car with a woman and a song has come on and then I'll find out either weeks or months later, they will ask me, Hey, did you put that song on for a reason? This oh. has happened three different times in my life where I'm never doing that. So one was one less lonely girl. And I was like, <laughs> do you honestly, this is like when I'm 24 years old. Like you really thought I would, I put that song on to like send a message to you that like, Hey, you're kind of lonely and I want to make you less of a lonely girl. Did you? Uh, big time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Uh, so that happened. That was the second time it happened. The first time was in college. I'm sitting in the car with my ex-girlfriend at the time. Uh, <laughs> and the song uh, by Bruno Mars came on the radio, um, like when I was your man or whatever. It's like the, I should have bought you flowers. I should have held your I hand. I should have bought you flowers. Like the song had just come out and I'm like, oh, this song is good. I, I turn it up. And then later, like a couple of like- You said that? You even queued it up. You're like, oh, hey, listen to the words of this song. It's really good. <laughs> That's the thing is I didn't necessarily turn it on. Like it just came on the radio and I was like, oh, I love this song not thinking about it and then she's like did you do that for on purpose and i was like oh my gosh i look so bad i i swear i did not i just love that song and then um i can't remember the third time it happened but yeah just one of those things i'm like wow how does this keep happening to me where i'm just not paying attention to like or i'm just not really noticing the message i could be sending in the songs i'm choosing were were you sitting in this car with this ex-girlfriend potentially getting back together with her and do you think that like hurt your chances this was, uh, if I remember correctly, we had been broken up for like months and it was like a clean break, like hadn't spoken, had not hung out. Right, right, And right. this was like, we both ended up at the same Super Bowl party and she was driving all of us home. We randomly ended up in the car at the end. Of, it was like our 
first time hanging out or talking in like months. Okay. <laughs> and so, yeah, not great timing, but uh, yeah. So for all the guys out there, be somewhat cognizant of the songs. I guess you're queuing up if you're, I don't right. know, with a right. woman one-on-one. Good. Because yeah. they're picking up on it when maybe you just think they have a good voice because they're Justin Bieber or Bruno Mars. That's too good. We were just talking about, we've been listening to a lot of fun, random music so far on the trip. We've been driving for about four and a half five hours so far maybe but it hasn't stopped um, peter from asking are we in texas yet <laughs> several we times we stopped in pittsburgh kansas and he said are we in texas <laughs> no 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 and then we, we got to brahms kansas. we got to brahms we oh, were, we're like of... really close aren't we <laughs> we're like, like no we're maybe seven and a half eight hour drive man we were giving peter a hard time for that in brahms and then the girl then i think Catherine's like oh hattie's asked the same thing twice also <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah our two and a half daughter two and a half year old daughter who has no concept of geography also thought that so uh in good company yes exactly um, oh my gosh but yeah we've listened to a lot of fun music and one thing that we've really solidified um back and forth truly learned that, about each other yeah is that i don't listen to the words very often in songs. And if I try to, I don't even know if I can decipher the words. And it sounds like you, on the other hand, are like the exact opposite where you can't help but decipher and understand almost every word of a song. Yeah. Which I think I've been is thinking about this. We, we established this maybe 90 minutes ago. And I've been kind of thinking about it since then. And I think it's, I have such little, I have so, so much ignorance towards music and how it's composed and how it sounds. Like when people are like, there's a song I'm like, wait for the key change. I'm like, oh, I've listened to the song 20 times, had no idea there's a key change. Like I, I don't right, even really right, know what that means. Right. So you're so much more capable of comprehending and understanding the complexities of the music structure, and I am not. So really all I have is just is the, words. is the words. That's the only thing I can really know what's going on in a song. Yeah, and I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I like intentionally try not to listen to the words because it's like, like I don't know, ignorance I, is bliss. Yeah, I don't want to know what he's talking about this is a sweet beat and I want to enjoy this without feeling bad about enjoying it. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know. But that's probably one of the reasons I don't like country music that much. I like it fine, but only in certain but settings. Musically, it's not and let me Well, no, but let me tell you, I only like it in certain settings because I do understand the words and I understand the point very clearly. Like, <laughs> like they're talking like country, so slow. Yeah. Well, and it's like very explicit. They're talking about their pickup truck or they're talking about drinking whiskey or whatever. It's like red barn. Brown I, know, yeah, I know exactly what this song is about. Yeah. There's no interpretation it's to very this on the a lot nose. of the time. And so that's why I can only listen to it like on the beach in the summer or in the summertime. Cause it's like, well, this is great country music weather, mm-hmm. but in the winter time, I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Whereas other stuff, it's like, Oh, the music makes me feel good in the winter. Yeah. Peter, you're going you- straight the entire time, all the way to Sherman. Yes. Oh, oh, hello. Uh, 49 miles. Oh, 49, okay, 49 miles. miles. Oh, fine. We're fine. That's what it says. Yeah. Brad, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Okay. Because I think you're going to do fine. Okay. Give me a hook for a country song. Oh, boy. I'm so bad at this. Okay. I'll give you the lyrics. You can try. And you think of the melody. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. I... The, the lyrics are going to be. Don't say I'm good at this stuff because I'm not. Well, you're good at like coming up with songs on the fly. You do it once, twice twice a week every time we do a podcast yeah but it's always okay go ahead whatever um, thanks thank you okay here are the lyrics brown okay. dirt brown shoes golden hair uh hold on and oh. then um <laughs> i'm trying to think of a good lyric oh yeah brown brown dirt brown shoes golden hair she votes she, she votes republican <laughs> 
and, and. <laughs> uh, so I don't care. She votes Republican, yeah. golden hair. I'm okay. just going to emphasize that line. So brown dirt. Brown dirt, brown shoes, golden hair. She votes Republican, golden hair. Got the brown dirt, brown boots, golden hair. Votes Republican, golden hair. That's beautiful. Yeah. And we just wrote a hook for a country song. That took 15 Billy seconds. Ray Cyrus is like looking up from his paper like, now, right? Say that one more time. Uh, okay, right. now, can I, I know I haven't really put out music in 15 to 20 years, but can I hop on the biggest song in the last five and <laughs> make a name for myself again? Last five, last 20. Yeah, it's a big song. It's huge. Um, yeah. I was going to say something You're about uh, music or something. I don't know. You know, should we move into our questions? Is that a yeah, good idea? Yeah, let's do it. Brad and I uh, just individually jotted down a few questions to ask each other just to kind of get some conversation flowing. Uh, Brad, would you like to start? What is your first question? Uh, okay. Um, the first one is somehow they kind of got... Um, based around different uh, Christmas themes. I don't know why. The first one is, do you have any Christmas traditions? <laughs> Isaac is raising that, his hand. That's yes, a Isaac. Question. Christmas tradition for the McDonald family. Um, most people open their Christmas presents on Christmas Day, the morning of. The McDonald family, however, we open our Christmas, Christmas presents after the Christmas Eve service on Christmas Eve that night. So you open no presents on Christmas Day? We have our stockings that we get. Whoa, so like, just you know, stocks. not much, but okay, okay. that's a, kind that's of a cool good. tradition. It's kind of a, yeah, fun. Gathering's family does that as well. They open Actually. on open on the eve. Yeah. What about you, Brad? Um, I think I've mentioned this once on the podcast already, but whenever we're in Kansas City, now we, we, we alternate every year, Kansas City and Texas, because we're married and that's what you have to do. Um, but whenever we're in Kansas City, we as an extended family always go play either laser tag or bowling that's so awesome uh so that's a fun tra- we we're a big traditions family so i have a lot um we also like watching home videos on christmas eve after the christmas eve service we like driving around look at christmas lights on christmas eve we always buy my mom whoppers for her stocking okay I don't know why. like a box of whop- my dad usually does um, so not from burger king this is the candy Correct. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. We just she we just is. put a little crumple in there. You can usually fit about five or six um, whoppers from Burger King in her stocking, depending yes. on you know the year. Right. Uh, junior whoppers. Yeah, yeah. If you're just if you're needing to stuff a few more in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Can you give me a whopper, no onion? It's for George Ann Stocking. It <laughs> uh, sounds like her full name. Right. Hi, my name is George Ann Stocking. <laughs> yeah. Um, what other ones? We have lots. I'm I'm blanking on a few, but yeah, those are some of them. That's cool. We don't have anything too crazy. I mean, I think every family does things on a consistent basis. Probably like we use the same stockings since I was oh, you know, I little. Um, there's always going to be Ghirardelli caramel chocolates in my stocking okay. from my mom. Fancy. Slash Santa. It used to be Santa and then one year just switched. Um, Do you remember how your parents told you that Santa wasn't real? Uh, I don't remember being told. You probably were smart enough where you were like, you formed a hypothesis and knew it yourself. Like <laughs> uh, you yeah. talked to your gifted teacher and you're like, it just doesn't make sense. There's <laughs> there's no way you go ever... around all those places at one night. Honestly, yeah, it's kind of a joke, but it is kind of serious. I mean, like, yeah, at a very young age, I was very logical in my thinking. And I was just like, this just doesn't add up. Like, there's just <laughs> no way this could be how it is. And yeah. so, but I also had a younger sister, so I never really had that conversation with anyone. I just kind of figured it out between, yeah. you know, between seasons. And it was like, all right, I know going into this year. I have more. 
but also know. maybe I'm remembering wrong. My parents might be like, "No, we, I you know. moron, we told well, you." That's what I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, what is my mom going to? You know, oh, you're talking about Christmas, Santa. Sorry, I'm talking about Santa. I was thinking about more traditions. Sorry. Oh, okay, yeah. I just think my mom's going to get on to me if I don't say some of these. My okay. mom's a huge listener of the pod. Uh, my dad also reads Night Before Christmas every year. Nice. Like through college, we read it. And I would just sit there and listen to him read this. Uh, for Christmas brunch slash breakfast lunch, that's what brunch is, uh, we have cinnamon rolls, frozen fruit cups, and some kind of casserole and orange juice every single year. Nice. Traditions. <laughs> I think those are it, Mom. All right. Glad we threw oh, those we in there. Oh, we decorate Christmas cookies. Okay. Lots of stuff. Anyway. Nice. Okay. Uh, my question for you, Brad. Peter, Peter, did you have any? Sorry. Uh, no, you're good. Um, we had a lot growing up. My mom was big on traditions. Uh, notable one, we watched The Christmas Carol every Christmas Eve. Nice. Seen it 29 times now, which some might say is 28 times too many. Um, <laughs> what would you say? I would say they would be correct in that <laughs> assumption. Um, we'd go look at Christmas lights. My mom, big on stockings. We, she would wrap every stocking stuffer individually. And we'd go around oh. one at a time, open Wrapped them up. Wrapped presents in the stocking? It was crazy. It was like little it's a lot of work. stockings. And then one year, For when I was like 10 years old, um, we entered a contest at Meek's Lumberyard. And one a giant makes throwing down on. It was a giant. Well, we won a picnic table, um, and also a giant six foot stocking um, that was filled with toys. And so that Christmas was like extra special. And I got to open that on Christmas Eve as well that year. So big stocking family. That's awesome. Six foot stocking. That Love that. Great. Worth the price of admission for Peter being here right there with that. Answer. <laughs> um, all right, Brad. My question is uh what is the worst idea you've had this month <laughs> oh boy isaac's got one <laughs> i wonder what this is gonna be that uh spending six hundred dollars on an espresso machine was probably not the best idea <laughs> all right you got isaac locked down for an answer i didn't even have you in mind when i wrote that um but thank you what was the worst idea i had this month yeah I don't, uh, well, last last week I went to, we had our fantasy football weekend and I went to the casino with my friends and I made a good amount, I won't, I'm not gonna use numbers, but I made a pretty good amount of money on Don't Friday use night. numbers, let's use um, uh, Roman let's, numerals. Let's say, let's say I made one, let's say I made about one third of an espresso machine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, my friends and I had so much fun, it was such a blast <laughs> that we decided to go back the next day Mm. And let's just say I made decisions there that I regret. And now I do, not have, I do in, not have enough money for any kind of a special machine. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually having to, you know, go on a caffeine diet because I can't afford anything like that. So instead of, instead of winning $200, I made a bad, I had a bad idea with my friends <laughs> because we're like, that was so fun. We're invincible. We can win more money. Let's go back. Yeah. That's how they get you. Yep. That's exactly how they get you. So I don't know. I guess that's an idea. Also, my idea for a fantasy football team that consists of almost completely Chiefs is probably not a good idea. Week 10 might be a little rough for you. So that was, a, that was a bad idea, but I'm very excited about it right now. Yeah, why not? That's great. Yeah. I don't even know if I have an answer. We can just go to the next question. Peter, do you have anything? Peter, uh, any bad ideas this month? <laughs> probably a lot, but 
racking my brain. Can't think of any like specific ideas. Um, okay. None are coming to mind right now. No. That's okay. I don't. I can't really think of any either. All right. My next question is also Christmas related potentially. Um, giving a gift card as a gift is that a great idea or a great great present or a lazy present? Initial thought is lazy. Okay. Um, because as uh, you know, through through life, there might be some years where you have more money or have less money, you know, more to go around, but you can always have like thought and care and creativity. Like those are things that don't necessarily like, I don't know, come and go as much as like your financial stability might. So I think that, uh, yeah, I think it's lazy to get someone, you really care about a gift card. Mm. But if it's like, like if my uncle I don't talk to that much or whatever gets me a gift card, I'm not like, oh, he's so lazy. I'm like, this makes sense. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. You, you, don't even, you don't even know what I'm asking. I was, was kind of surprised to even get a gift, so this is fine. Would you say, yeah, okay, would you say receiving? Would you say the same thing? Receiving a gift card is lazy or great or is it always great? Um, like, do you feel like if you were to have either a $30 movie gift card or a gift that probably costs somebody five dollars but it's very thoughtful and like creative and funny maybe which one would you rather like would you still see that gift card as great or lazy i would probably prefer the five dollar creative gift because okay. it's going to strengthen my friendship with whoever it is they gave me that yeah and you can be like hey remember that time you got me this or hey look at this look at me using this or i put it up in my office or whatever yeah um but for the most part i got i was given two chick-fil-a gift cards this week and I loved getting that because that is not like if anything that's it's counterintuitive to what I just said like they know me so well that they know this is actually is a really good gift for me I'm gonna spend that money without having to go out of my way at all and I loved receiving both of those yeah that's the thing is that thank you Gunner yeah <laughs> Gunner thanks uh, that's the thing is I don't think that I I think I'm gonna go with great because I don't think I've ever not used a gift card in one way or another. Um, but there have been some like personalized oven mitts that you didn't end up using that much. Right. Like that one time, yeah, Aunt, Aunt Kay crocheted me that potholder. I was like, Kay, I'm 14. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need this. Um, yeah, so I think it's great. It is It is like a little bit less exciting whenever your birthday comes and you, you have a stack of envelopes rather than a stack of like presents, mm -hmm. you know, in general. Like you're like, oh man, it'd be way more fun to get a scarf that's in this big box than or an stocking. envelope where it's like, okay, this is clearly money or gift card. Yeah. But it's also fun to be like, to like actually put that money aside and be like, that is my birthday money that I'm going to spend on something that I don't need. Um, that's, you know, a multiple of $100, maybe $600, uh, you know, that can really energize me uh, every single day in a compact form of coffee. Like a non-necessity, kind of a splurge. Like item. you do not need that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd yeah, be cool. Exactly. Oh man. <laughs> uh, my next question, Brad, for you. Yeah. And maybe we just end it with two. We're almost at an hour. Great. So we can save them for next time. Uh, Actually, I, I, I like my next question. Oh, let's keep going then. I mean. We got time. Yeah. We're going to run out of gas soon, but we got plenty of time before we reach Dallas. 27 miles, baby. Oh, that's plenty. Okay, Brad, if you had to give a TED Talk, what would it be on? Like if you had to give this like tomorrow, like something you feel pretty knowledgeable about and could really 
stir up a crowd with? What would it be? Oh man, not not trying to be like too humble, but I feel like I'm not that like savvy in anything that like, like I feel like I know a decent amount about a lot of things, but I don't know. I guess I don't know. Um, doing. Could you relate like two things you know a lot about together? Like what Home Alone taught me about woodworking. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Something like that. Um, I don't know, man. Sure. Yeah. What What Home Alone, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm being lame. Sorry. This is a hard question. You have hard questions. Mine, right. mine are like gift cards, easier, good or bad. Yours are like, what's I think the worst? This is, this is like <laughs> you, fun conversation though. It's I know like, you just make me think so much on my feet about it and I don't know um I like the idea of like giving a TED talk about starting a business I think but but I'm not like you know the biggest business person in the world but I feel like I started a business that I was passionate about what I was making and I love sales and I love people and I love what I was doing and I was love what I was making and just grinded it out until it started working and figured out what worked so I liked I like talking to people about that stuff giving a TED talk just I feel like that is like such an expert level. Yeah. So, so I, I, I know that like you're just saying like in general, like what could you talk about with people and enjoy talking about? So maybe that's it. It's just like the idea of how to build a business without spending a lot of money on it, without, you know, spending money on advertising, without having, you know, a bunch of experience and expertise and stuff, but just learning along the way and just how I did that successfully and how I'm still learning how to do that. So I think that's a good topic. I think you could give a really good TED talk because, you know, we've all heard talks or messages or even quotes from entrepreneurs. And it almost feels like, even though it might be inspiring, sometimes they're like, well, I can't really relate to you. Like, yeah. you know, you are, you think differently than me. You, right. you know, you dress the same way every day because you want to minimize your decision-making or you sound like a psychopath. <laughs> like I can't even really relate to that because you're on such a different plane of, you know, life. So it would be interesting. And I think what would really resonate with it, you know, your everyday audience would be like, Hey, I'm an everyday man's man, like you all out there. And I started a business. I'm like, here's like a, a practical look at entrepreneurship rather than like, you know, I failed seven times and I've have two ex wives, but I do have a thriving business now, baby. And that's all I care about, you know, buy my webinar and yeah, everything. It, now that you're like, talking about it more, that makes me kind of think about like what I would do and yeah, exactly what you're saying. Like, and maybe it's the broader picture, but like the lesson I've learned through it, and this is kind of silly, cliche sounding, but like you can do anything if you really, truly <laughs> you want to do it. No, but like- Here's this thing I've been thinking. No, now, but, but hang like- with me. But like growing follow up- Follow your dreams. <laughs> even in college and stuff, like I would tell people like, like my friend would do something, he's a mechanical engineering major, and he would do something and I'd be like, oh, like that's really cool that you can do that, man. I'm just, I just don't think that it's way. different. Yeah, I'm just not, I just don't have an engineer's mind. And yeah, now it's like, no, I learned like, like I used to be like, oh, woodworking, that's so cool you can do that, man. Like, I just don't have that kind of like skill set or I just don't understand that stuff. I just don't have that kind of mind. And but really they, it's like, wait, I think, I mean, there's I certain things that, access. yeah, you have more natural ability to do. But for the most part, if you really truly want to figure out something and how to do it, you can grind it out and figure it out. I think that's you a great- You can grind, like, you can roast, you can, you know- You, you, can, uh, you can pour it over. Yeah, <laughs> you can pour over. You can just pour over it day and night. Um, 
Uh, Keep them coming, Isaac. No, no free lattes for either of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see about that. No, I think that's a great, what you ended with is a really strong like theme and premise for a TED Talk, I think, that like you really can do, um, yeah, whatever you think. The gas can on this oh, it's on your left side. The, here's a fun fact. Look at the tank, and they're on every... This is for everyone out there. Ooh, the little arrow? Yeah, there's... On every car, at least that's made in America, you can look at the actual gas tank icon by your fuel gauge, and there will be an arrow either pointing left or pointing right, and that's how you'll know which side the uh, tank is on. My, uh... I've, like, you know, given keynote talks, but I don't know if they're super TED talky. It's more, like, right, targeted right. towards high school students and trying to motivate them and inspire them through my own life stories, but, um, uh, I might give a Ted talk on dinosaurs. I have kind of, uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh getting a lot of big burst of laughter by Isaac in the front. All right. No lattes for me. You <laughs> get out. You don't get to hear my theory on the dinosaurs. Yeah. You have to leave. Uh, close your ears. Um, here's, this is just a theory on the dinosaurs. I need a zip code. Need a zip. 66216. Nice. Also, test me on this, um, podcast listeners, but I think you can put any zip code in you want and it will work. Oh, no, I just did it wrong the other day. And it didn't work? Yeah. Here comes Hattie. How was your car ride? Good. Good? Keep talking in the microphone and say something. What do you want to say? No. Um, what have you been doing in the car? I don't know. Have you been listening to some music? Yeah. Let's sing. Ready? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S. Really? W, X. Y, Now I know my. Ellie. Next Ellie. time, won't you? Ellie. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey, Mom. Hey. Say I'm partying with the boys. Should we get some a sound bite of her saying something? Kind of. It's pretty loose. Oh, so. uh, <laughs> okay, before you get out, before you get out, say thanks for listening. <laughs> Please like and subscribe. <laughs> Rate us five stars on podcasts. <laughs> See you soon. <laughs> She does not want that microphone in her face. Um, great cameo from Hattie Louise. Uh, real quick, I'm just going to explain this dinosaur thing to you. Um, this, is, this is a theory on the dinosaurs. doesn't really matter much in the grand scheme of life, but it's fun to think about. Okay, two schools of thought, Bradley. One, we have the scientific proof that uh, reptiles uh, never stop growing, and that's why a lot of them have to shed their skin because they grow out of their former skin. Okay, so we have that on the left side. Okay. On the right side, layer of water vapor between, this is maybe too much to explain. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I mean, I'm trying to go quick. And so that's why I'm like- I'm TED Talks are supposed to be 10 minutes or less, so. The book I read about TED Talks said 18 minute segments. Oh really? Yeah, something with like the human. I honestly haven't watched a TED Talk in a very long time. And this is just one guy's stance who, um, Okay, forget what I was saying. Here's just, let me just skip to the last scene. Basically, we think that these dinosaurs went extinct, but the theory is that what if they were, the, the dinosaurs that we see in museums, what if those are just alligators and iguanas that were living in extremely good conditions and because reptiles never stop growing, what if they kept growing 
10 times That's a fun the lifespan. I like that. The very first dinosaur ever found was named the Iguanodon because its bones so closely resembled the iguana. Really? Yeah, that's a fact. I I don't think you need to do any more research into this. I think you should just start telling people. Okay. You know there's just huge lizards, right? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, honestly. Like, who's to say, like, a T-Rex isn't an alligator? I bet Because humans were living 10 that. times their lifespan. So yeah. what if an alligator was living 10 times its lifespan? Those arms, they call them alligator arms, but, you know. The, on the alligators? Right. Like, it's like a phrase like oh you have alligator arms like you have short arms mm. but t-rex is also known for having tiny arms short arms holy it. cow yeah you convinced me real quick <laughs> all right baby wow. that's um, crazy let's end it you had one more question you were excited about we'll end it with that yeah i just would be interested to hear your answer to this um okay so let's say you have one hour this is a hypothetical you have one hour to listen to any musical artist's unrecorded uh, music, like music that they haven't released to the public yet, either past or present, but just like, yeah. What would you choose? What would you listen to? Who's, whose music are you listening to? A musical artist unreleased. Like we just discovered this. Yeah. Or, or, or it could be, yeah. Justin Bieber has all this music that he's written, oh, but he hasn't let it out in the public yet. That like, would be exciting. Hey, can I, just, can I just workshop this music with you? He like, contacts me directly. Yeah. I want your opinion. I know I heard you on the podcast say you know nothing about musical composition or structure, <laughs> and I just want to know what you think about this. But these words are amazing, so yeah. I listen to them. <laughs> but, um, let's see. I'm trying to think who I really, really like respect as a musician and would really like to hear their un... Like, I think it almost has more of like a wow factor if they're dead i think yeah like if johnny like he, cash had like an hour of unreleased stuff i might get pretty hyped about that yeah you like rediscover or oh maybe elvis though too that would be kind of cool if and only you knew about an hour's worth of elvis's oh, <laughs> can i pluralize right, more right, of that right. sentence yeah. an hour's, worth of hour's worth of elvis's songs um sure i'll go with that i'll say elvis, elvis presley's songs my initial reaction is the beatles because big beatles guy but since you went dead, I'm going to go alive, which I know Paul McCartney is alive, but mm -hmm. I'm going to go Ed Sheeran. Wait, which surprises me. I know. Because I... You're way more into Ed Sheeran than Yeah, I, I like him. And you said, eh, I don't really... But I think that maybe his unrecorded or unproduced, unreleased stuff would probably be a little more raw, a little more acoustic. This answer makes no sense to me. You were just telling me like two weeks ago how you're like, I can't, I've never listened to Ed Sheeran stuff. I don't really like it that no, much. No, no, no. I didn't say I've never listened to it. I just don't know it like... Most people, I, I, you're right. I am like a C plus fan of Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Um, but whenever he first came out with the A team, that was his uh, first big one. But what's his like? What's his song? What? Uh, I don't know. Perfect. That was like the classic wedding song. No, no, no. I, that stuff is just okay to me. Like, oh, I don't know what you're going for. I'm I know. Just what to was like his guess. big first song? He it was like the A team. A, that was his first one. Okay. What was the second one? Uh, <laughs> it was like more of a hip hoppy. Um, Shape of You. That one's more recent. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> No, no, love that Sharon. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was like more of a. It was a. It was a banger. Okay. Anyway, anyway that song. I don't know. Yeah. So I liked Ed Sheeran back in the day. I, I was a pretty early adopter to him, and then he got. What is it? Was it thinking out loud? No, Ooh. dude. It was one word. <coughs> Perfect. No, it's a. Banger means something fun. Isaac, can you find it? What are his like top songs on Spotify? Oh, he just came on the new album, so that's not gonna be helpful. You should really listen to his new album Photograph? though. Oh yeah, Photograph's a big one. Does it, is it a bumper though? No. 
Kind of. it's, it's like a. Is it a bumper? It's one one word, I think. Oh. I think I already said this to you, and this is why we had this Ed Sheeran discussion like two weeks ago, but you should really listen to his new album. It okay. crosses so many genres. He has a song with Chris Stapleton and Bruno Mars that sounds like ACDC, and it's awesome. It's like an 80s rock song. He has a song with uh, like Ty Dolla Sign, I think, and like um, Travis Scott. I don't really like them so much as rappers, but still he's making music with them, which I think is interesting. He has a song with Justin Bieber. Obviously, that was like the big single that came out. Um, yeah, maybe I should take back my answer because none of that sounds that intriguing to me. <laughs> I'm trying to like pitch you on it, like, oh, no, this is actually okay. So I watched the movie yesterday. This song and I really, I really liked him in yesterday when he sang some songs by himself. And literally, one of the prompts uh, for this movie was, "Hey, go write a song in ten minutes. Come back and sing it." He's and so talented. Yes. Uh, the "My Mama Don't Like You" song he wrote that for Justice Beaver back in the day. <laughs> He's written so many hit songs for people. He's a genius. He's like the Kanye of white people. That's what everyone's saying. Mainly you. Don't. It's called Don't. I like Don't. The song Don't. don't. In interesting. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, this podcast is fizzling, I feel like. No, I'm, well, We're maybe it right? is. I am now just like fired up on Ed. I know I'm like, I want his hours worth of stuff because you're not even going to appreciate it as much as I will. <laughs> okay, you're right. Because, yeah. Fine, I then I'll go really Beatles. Good. Okay. Because Beatles, Beatles is my favorite. You go Beatles, I'll go Ed Sheeran, and no one will listen to Johnny Cash's, or who did I even say? Elvis. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. You guys can take it over together, tell me the story. Isaac, I would like for you to tell everyone the time you went through the McDonald's drive-thru, and some stuff went down. Here, I'll give you the mic. Do you want us to prompt you at all? Like, you want us to ask you any questions? Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, yeah, Brad, go so ahead and start scene. asking so, some questions. So how old were you when you were, when you were so doing So I was 16 years old. And so you went to McDonald's. Went to McDonald's. It's about 10 p.m. on a Saturday night, I think, and okay. went to order. It was going to be a late night, so I wanted a coffee. Um, Espresso? <laughs> <laughs> it was late Yeah, not going to have to do that anymore. Not going to have to go to McDonald's that late to get uh, a latte. So I got a nice vanilla latte. Um, Very on brand for you. Okay. Got a nice feeling latte. Yeah, that was the only thing I got. We sat down in the McDonald's. We were chilling. My uh, latte gets brought out to me by a lady, turns her head away, hands it to me, doesn't say a word. So she turned it away. She like she, didn't she look like, at me, didn't make eye contact, and handed weird. me the drink. Okay. Didn't say anything. I thought that was a little bit weird, but you know, it's McDonald's. Um, <laughs> And yeah, my, first, my first initial thought is this drink does not look like an iced vanilla latte. Like, it looks they like look dirty water almost. Okay. Like, that, it, like a tinted, darker water. It was weird. Um, gave it a shot. It, didn't, it tasted extra sweet. Did not taste like a vanilla latte at all. Um, you know, had about... A, maybe half of it gave a few sips to my friend Matthew and then I threw it away in the trash can okay um, so we're still sitting at McDonald's my friends are finishing up eating and then all of a sudden like I just start feeling like weird I look at my friends I'm like dude I feel like like I'm on something and then like a minute later I stood up and I was freaking out and I was like, we got to get out of here. We, we got to go. I, I got, I got laced. 
Like, I mean, when I say I was tripping, I was tripping. I didn't know what was going on, but I was like freaking out. So my friends and I, we got in the car. Like, wait, wait. okay, t describe a little more about how you were feeling. Like, because full disclosure, I've never tried any drugs, so I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm not like you, so I, I've never tried anything. So yeah, I don't, I don't know what it feels like. McDonald's ice coffee. Like, were you so. tingling? Like, was it? Did you feel light? Was was thing? Were things? Were you sensitive to light? Yeah, I don't know. Like, what does it feel like? Um. Well, one thing was like, I was having like palpitations. Like my heart was like pounding out of my chest, and like, I don't really know how to describe this, but like, I don't know. My vision was slow. Like it was tracing. Like. I'd be looking Blurry? straight ahead. No, I'd be looking straight ahead and then I'd look to the right or whatever. But like, I would still be looking straight ahead and then like seconds later, my vision would like catch up with the Smart. way my head. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. If that makes sense. Like yeah. it was tracing where my head was going. It was a little bit behind. Okay. Um, that, and then I was just like, I was a little bit like laughy, like giggly. Um, after a while, at first I was just like freaking out. Like I didn't know what was going on. And then figured out I got laced. Okay. I think. So so you, yeah, your reaction was let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Yeah. So my we all get in the car. We get back home, walk inside, and I tell my parents right away. I'm like, I think I just got laced with some sort of drug at McDonald's. Don't know really what's going on, but I am not in the right state of mind right now. So immediately. <laughs> Kathy, my mother, starts freaking out. She's like, what is going on? Um, but then my d dad decides that we should go back to this McDonald's and try to recover the iced coffee that I threw away in the trash can because it was still about half full. So we get back in the car and at this point, I'm still feeling just like totally off, like kind of just out of it. It's kind of hard to describe how I was feeling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was weird. We go back to the McDonald's. We we find the iced coffee. However, it's since I threw it away, it's all spilled out. There's like really no iced coffee left in it, just some melted ice. So then we're like, okay, well maybe like they're doing this to a lot of the the coffees they're making tonight. We decide to go, to go through the drive-through and order another one. We get up to the screen where you order, right? And we say, can we get a large iced vanilla latte? Blah blah blah. They go. Yeah, that's great. Your total is, well, they weren't that nice when they said it, but your total is blah, blah, blah. Meet you at the window. Go to the window. They see who we are and they're like, oh, we're actually not selling ice vanilla lattes anymore tonight. So like, you know, once they saw you, they, they denied you. I, yeah. At first they sold us the ice vanilla latte. Like when we ordered it, they say, okay, we'll have it at the window. We get to the window. We're about to pay for it. And they go, actually, we don't have any more coffee tonight. So little bit strange anyway making this real long story the next day we end up going to the hospital to get me drug tested and all this stuff they say they're sending my blood off to some lab to get it tested and like KC police department is getting involved needless to say we never found out what exactly happened that night because lab results never came out but that was about two years ago so never, they never came back at all? They never even tested my blood. They pretty much, they have bigger and better things to worry about in KC Mo rather than some high school kid getting drugged at a McDonald's. Dang, dude. That's still one of the crazier stories that like, like whenever I heard that, I was like, 
Isaac is going to be so rich. For a hot second, I was like, I, was like, You're going I am to not going to have to work. Out of I can people. get so much money off this, but. Think of the espresso machines. Oh, man. I could have. You could have an espresso bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, that's crazy, man. Well, thanks for sharing that story. Thank you. Um, Isaac got freaking poisoned by McDonald's. Yeah. When do you I, ever hear of that happening? I can't, believe I, I can't believe I spoke so highly of McDonald's right after that. You know, It doesn't look good for your Brahms comment earlier. Man, think about how bad Brahms is if I'm putting McDonald's in front of it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> that goes to show you. No, yeah, I always thought that was so crazy. I was like living in Dallas when that happened, and I remember just like hearing about it like oh yeah did you hear isaac got poisoned uh, i heard about <laughs> isaac, the next day at church. isaac got drugged at mcdonald's like, you didn't hear about isaac it's like what yeah he's a drug addict now <laughs> yeah he blamed it on this vanilla latte but i don't know I, I i found out lsd in uh his wallet is that where you keep lsd also sure. not a druggie like isaac so i don't know uh yeah you um all right well that's in this sucker uh we got a review this week so that is our review of the week the all one right. and only from ben I've been following Jake for a year and a half, but Brad only for a little bit. Been listening to this podcast since day one, though. I wish I could give it a million stars if I could. Thank you, Ben. Wow. That's awesome. It is awesome. That's amazing. Uh, episode 17. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next Monday. Uh, probably recapping the ins and outs of the dance moves that will be had this Sunday night at the reception of the wedding we're going to. So look forward to that. And... Brad, end us with a little jingle, baby. Brown dirt, brown boots, golden hair. She can take me anywhere because she's my girl and I love her. That's why we have gold hair. <laughs> Ghost Runners Podcast, signing out. I also just remembered that I forgot <laughs> to, I said- Stop, I, I have these fire. <laughs> endings <laughs> and it just while you were singing around to me i was like oh i said tune in next week to find out why jake does not like the enneagram and completely forgot until just now so tune in next week <laughs> actually to maybe find out you're not gonna believe his answer dun, dun, dun. all right bye